Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today for our Christmas special. I'm pretty excited for this. We got Jessie T from Kitchener, Ontario. She's a country musician who has a lot of Christmas songs on Spotify. So I thought it would work out really nicely. Of course, we will play some of her non-Christmas songs as well, but... I thought it would be really fun to do a Christmas special. How's it going, Jesse? It is going great. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I always like to get the show started with just you uh, telling us a little bit about yourself, about your music, and kind of your little shtick as an artist. Absolutely. Well, as you pointed out, I am in love with Christmas music. I think it is the best time of year and not that I would like volunteer this information, but it might be more important than my birthday. Um, so I am very honored to be your Christmas guest this year. Um, but yeah, my name is Jesse T artist from Kitchener, Ontario, uh, kind of singer songwriter. Uh, I play a bunch of kind of cover gigs and original gigs and all that type stuff, but started recording around 15 and, uh, moved from Kingston to Kitchener when I was 20 to kind of be close to the music and yeah, have my debut album, Reckless Heart came out in 2016. So just kind of falling opportunities since then. That's very cool. I, I really like it. And I really like kind of your style of country. I found it pretty upbeat and my listeners will probably pick up on this because I will be honest, I'm not usually the biggest country fan, but I do like upbeat country. What I what I call yee yee country, so like <laughs> <laughs> the fun, the more upbeat, the the that kind of country, which is kind of like your latest, or not really your latest latest single, because you released a Christmas song just recently. But before that, when we were setting up this interview, your latest single was "I Can Be Your Margarita," which I thought was super fun. Yes. So we'll start off with that song. And uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that. We'll spin it and then we'll get into the Christmas stuff. Absolutely. So Margarita has been um, a really cool song to just kind of see evolve. Uh, It was really just to hang with my buddies during the pandemic, during lockdown, because I didn't get to see a bunch of my friends. And fortunately, I have a lot of friends that are musicians. So this was kind of a way that we got to hang out. And we were working through this really complicated love song idea and we were just kind of split 50-50. We couldn't decide which way it was supposed to go. And it was Rich Cloak, uh, one of the writers on the song. And he was like, does anybody have just like a lighthearted, easy idea we can kind of go over? And I was like, I do. I have this song kind of comparing myself to a margarita, you know? You can be like a shot of tequila, really strong, but also a little sweet, like kind of the mix of things. And uh, and the song really just wrote itself. So David Madras, Greg Williams, Rich Cloak, and myself uh, wrote this tune. And I started playing it live and never really had the idea that it was going to be a single. But yeah. I started playing it and people dug it and just kind of followed the follow the vibe and and now here we are. That's awesome. It it definitely is it is a vibe. That's for sure. I wanted to start off with this one too because it's winter. I thought it would help people, you know, warm up a little bit cuz it reminds me of, you know, margaritas warm and it was fun. So let's spin that and when we come back, we'll talk some Christmas.
nothing on how you'll be buzzing after one shot with me. Trying to sleep or on ice, boy, it's all paradise. Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Noise today, and it's our Christmas special. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're sitting down with Jessie T from Kitchener, Ontario. We just listened to I Can Be Your Margarita, but she does have a lot of Christmas songs in her catalog here and we'll talk about your most recent one because that one was so much fun it was ugly christmas sweater i love ugly christmas sweaters i think it's my saving grace for liking christmas because of those those christmas sweaters i get to bust them out so why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song ugly christmas sweater it's uh, honestly i love christmas uh it is my favorite time of year. And one of the reasons I I just think Christmas sweaters are so comical. Like the fact that ugly Christmas sweater is like such a thing is just, I I think it's really funny. Um, I had sat down with two of my writers and we were kind of tossing around Christmas ideas and people might not know, but a lot of Christmas songs actually get written or recorded during the summer. So it's kind of like a little bit of like a, you got to flip your mind back and forth. But uh, I, I sat down with my two writers, Carrie DeMayer and John Cirillo and we were just throwing around Christmas ideas. And I think, I, you know, just talking about ugly Christmas sweater parties and this idea kind of fell out. And it's about being more entranced with the sweater than the guy in it. Uh, so we figured how many like fun little Christmas kind of sayings can we throw in there? And we just wanted the song recording and lyrics to just be so over the top. And yeah, just comedic so that's uh yeah that's ugly christmas sweater it really is comedic and i I think it it suits the theme now do you have a favorite ugly christmas sweater i really do actually 
It is, there's like this elf sweater. I actually posted a thing last year on December 1st and it was like me waking up being like, oh my God, it's Christmas season. And it has this like really pointy hood on the, on the top of it with a bell. And as I put the hood up, like the, the hood kind of flew over my face and the bell hit me in, in the eye. So that was cool. Um, but I think that is like my most outrageous Christmas sweater. And it's pretty comical because I have a few Christmas gigs this year. One of them is uh, on December 18th locally. And I was thinking, well, well, wouldn't this be fun if we hosted an ugly Christmas sweater party? But didn't even consider the fact that I had a song coming out called Ugly Christmas Sweater. So now it's just like a perfect marriage of of the two things. That That is so perfect. I'm, I'm jealous I don't live in Kitchener, Ontario. I would want to come to this concert because that sounds like so much fun and to see everybody with all the Christmas sweaters I think that's the most fun part about the whole thing is just seeing how like what people come up with because I feel like you can see someone's humor by what kind of sweater they wear you know there's the people that are more subdued there's the people that like kind of go the raunchy route there's like you you can see the dad jokes they're just I love them oh my god I'm I'm excited. I definitely want to see photos and videos from that. I'm sure we will on your Instagram, but I just, I can definitely imagine there's going to be some really fun, ugly Christmas sweaters. Oh yeah. I think we might have to host a competition. (laughs) That sounds like so much fun. Let's spin that track right away here. And when we come back, we'll keep talking some of your other Christmas songs. The only thing I 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is our Christmas special, which I'm super excited for. We've been sitting down with Jessie T from Kitchener, Ontario. We just listened to her latest Christmas song, Ugly Christmas Sweater. Now tell me that wasn't such a fun song. That might be my favorite Christmas song now, especially I like the like talking about the thrift store and finding it because that's where you find the best ugly Christmas sweaters. Yes, you really do. And I'm like a thrifter. If you follow me online, you can see all my like thrift hauls and stuff. Most of my stage clothes also come from thrift shops. So um, I did find a few pretty cool ugly Christmas sweaters this year, one of which made the cover art. But yeah, I, I, I love that kind of never know what you can find in a in a rack of clothes awesome well let's talk about uh some of your earlier christmas songs mama's christmas cookies which i assume are delicious why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song the inspiration behind it writing it all that stuff for sure so anybody that uh has grown up with me or knows my family at all knows my mom's christmas cookies are legendary for the fortunate few that have had the privilege of tasting them, they would vouch for that as well. So again, just sitting down and kind of talking to the writers, Jamie Warren and Carrie DeMayer as well. Carrie and I write a lot of Christmas songs together. We have, we've got a good track record, but just talking about some of our favorite Christmas traditions and especially now living away from home for about 10 years, there's something really nostalgic about first off Christmas cookies in general, because they always bring me back to kind of being in the kitchen and making them with mom. And yeah, so we just kind of started going down memory lane and this was like the first memory that I pulled up. So that's what we wrote the song about. That's awesome. Now, how does the like background writing process for like the musical part of the songs look? So there's like the part that kind of goes on in the living room as you're writing the song. And usually that's just kind of holding a guitar. A lot of the time lyric and melody come together for me. So I can kind of hear something in my mind and I try and find it on guitar. But then there's a whole other kind of evolution when you bring it into the studio. And that's something that still I don't even understand how the magic really happens there. There's certain things that you hear. Also, that's kind of why you find a producer that you can trust that has kind of your vision in mind. And so Rick Hutt is the producer that I worked with on this, who I've worked with since 15. So I think we got the perfect amount of Christmas meets magic in this tune. And we also shot a really cool video for it as well, which is live on on my YouTube channel. Um, and it actually features my mom, my real live mom. And she didn't, she didn't want to be in the video, but I'm like, I can't cast another mom. Like people know, people know what you look like. So yeah, that's always, that's a special thing too. That's so cute how she was in your music video. Oh yeah. Well, and the music, it's actually funny because right at the top we do, the oven has to be set to 425 or something like that. But we, which was the actual temperature the oven had to be set to. But in the song itself, it says 325. And I was like, what a missed opportunity. But one of those things we found out in the post-production. But yeah, it's it's a pretty special video. I'm happy that I have that one. Very cool. So everyone check that music video out. I'm sure it's lots of fun. I love that your mom's in that. That is just the cutest thing ever. Let's talk about some of your other Christmas songs as well too. Because I really liked decorating that tree that song was just 
I don't know, I got that nice warm family vibe when you listen to it. Like it's a very Yeah. I don't mean like that. It embodied the meaning of Christmas in the in the decorating the tree. So why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that one? So again, kind of talking about Christmas traditions, it's it's interesting because the cool thing with Christmas music is they have a new life every year. You know, if you think about some of your favorite Christmas songs, they've been around for, you know decades kind of thing. And each year they kind of are reborn. It's been interesting kind of sitting down and thinking about what stories kind of come up each year and writing songs that go along with it. And this one was talking about how each decoration on a tree kind of brings back memory. It means a certain thing. You know, you have, uh, I, my parents still have my baby's first Christmas ornament and I have one from when I moved into my apartment. You know, my friends and I have bought ones for each other and there's some homemade stuff on there. So it was just kind of interesting talking with, again, the writers in the room, Carrie DeMayer and John Scrillo, same folks I wrote title track with, and just about some of our kind of decorations and the meanings behind them. And a really cool thing is there was an artist that actually recorded another version of this, uh, Victoria Emin. She put out a, uh, a version of this as well. So it, it got covered, which was my first time that had ever happened. So decorating that tree definitely holds kind of a place in my heart. That's awesome. That really is. And you know what? I feel like it feels special to have somebody like a song enough that they want to cover it themselves. Yeah. It was so cool. Like it, it just kind of, to be honest, came out of nowhere. I, I got tagged in a post on Facebook and I was like, whoa, someone's done a version of this. This is so cool. So yeah, I think as a songwriter, that's definitely the, the hope and the dream is that someone resonates with, with your story, with your lyrics and with your song so much that they feel like they can kind of take it on as their own. So that was, that was a pretty neat experience. Beautiful. Well, let's spin those couple of Christmas songs there. And when we come back, I'm glad you mentioned it. I do want to talk about title track, the 2021 single there. Say to be 25, jump on day night, cause I don't wanna miss it. We gon' end up here. 
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more.
Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise today. It is our Christmas special. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. I hope you're having a great season. We're sitting down with Jessie T here from Kitchener, Ontario. We just listened to a bunch of her Christmas songs, but now we'll mix it up a little bit. We'll listen to one of her non-Christmas songs, but still really good ones. This one is title track, one of her 2021 singles. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about writing that one and releasing that song? So title track was the first song back after a fairly lengthy hiatus. I had released my uh, Factor Funded debut album in 2016, and we had four singles from that song or from that album, that project. And for a while, it was just a lot of writing and kind of figuring out what I wanted to to say with my music and really kind of start telling my own stories. And title track was kind of the first of the second chapter of my career, I would say, in kind of the ways that I look at it. Um, so that was the lead single off a project that I will have coming out this spring. Um, so I'm just kind of like softly throwing that in interviews right now, which I'm very, very excited about. It'll be a seven song uh, EP. And yeah, title track uh, is just like, to your point, it's just a really good, feel good, upbeat song. Um, one of my first like kind of bigger videos that I had done for it, we had a 65 El Camino in that as well. And it was cool kind of thinking about the song in, in a visual aspect and kind of being able to walk people through how I viewed it, which is really like looking back at pivotal moments in your relationship that do feel like the title track of your life. Cool. Now, I you mentioned a little bit before all the like collaboration you do with the other artists and the other writers. I think that's really cool. And a bunch of country artists that I that I've interviewed, they really they mention that a lot. All the collaboration that goes on in country, which prior to this, I was relatively unaware of. I always just pictured it as like a sad cowboy in the barn by themselves like writing this song but it's not it's it's a lot of collaboration and a lot of fun so why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit more about all that collaboration that you that you do totally so writing can look like a bunch of different stuff I've been writing since I was 15 actually when I met my producer Rick and he was like this is going to be a really good thing for you to learn how to do so you can tell your own stories and I just kind of hit the ground running with it. Writing for a lot of my career uh, up until actually recently has been co-writing. So sitting in a room with one, two, three, four, however many people are in the room. And just usually it starts out with someone introducing an idea that everybody kind of is excited about. And then just, yeah, I, I always try and build back to the, to the hook, whatever that hook is. Um, so in this case, you know, title track what does that mean to each one of us? Like what images come to mind? Like, and kind of write towards that. But co-writing is just such an, a cool opportunity to, to add tools to your tool belt. So if you are writing on your own, you can be like, what would this person do? Or what would this person do? And through co-writing, I've actually had a few cool opportunities as a songwriter to get a cut by an artist. So just to name a few to give a little shout out, Angelica Appleman had Guilt Trip that came out, I think last year it was. Uh, Jake Davey, who's actually an artist from Australia, released a song that I wrote with him and a buddy of mine named Josh David called Good Things. So there's been a few kind of tunes that I've had and Katie Topham released a song called I Haven't Done That in a While. So it's it's really cool to kind of see people 
again, relate so much to these ideas and take them on as their own stories. That's awesome. Well, let's spin title track. And then when we come back, I want to talk about your debut 2016 album and all the songs on there. Baby, the stars and the moon don't tell you justice. The only shining night, but you light up every day. It's your touch, your kiss, your whisper. Keeps me spinning like a record. Going round and round, but I got you on replay. listening to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more and we're back thank you so much for listening to background noise this is our christmas special so merry christmas happy holidays to everyone we're sitting down with jesse t an awesome country artist from kitchener ontario now we've played a bunch of her christmas songs and some of her non-christmas songs but i want to talk a little bit about that debut 2016 album what was what was writing that like how did that come about all that stuff so one of the kind of 
most interesting pieces of advice that I got when it came to your debut album is it's kind of your greatest hits to date. What songs that you've kind of worked on since whenever you started really represent you as an artist? And that was kind of an interesting mindset or mind frame to go into kind of thinking about that project. And I had been applying for factor funding for four years and fortunately got uh, funding to go towards my album grant, which was thank you factor because that relieves a lot of stress and gives, especially as independent artists, a great opportunity and a great kind of step forward. But I wanted an album that really was kind of fully encompassing a lot of me. I, you know, I think each tune on that album really has a completely different face, a completely different sound and a different angle to tell in a story. So it was a really kind of cool collection of music. And I, I honestly can't picture that album any other way. I was uh, fortunate enough to also do my own album artwork. And there's a little pamphlet. If you do get a physical copy, uh, there's like a little booklet on the inside sleeve. Cause I remember opening up like the first Shania Twain album And one of my favorite things was going through and reading the lyrics and looking at the photos and all the credits. So that was uh, a non-negotiable term for me to have to, you know, be able to make that myself. That's cool. You know, I totally agree with you with that pamphlet. Like that has always definitely been one of my favorite parts about records and CDs too. Because sometimes with records, you get whole posters and I remember one time I got the Black Sabbath family tree in one of my in one of my records. That was the coolest thing ever. Just all the different artists that have been involved in Black Sabbath and then like where they were today and all their other projects. Like I love pamphlets and posters. It's so true. And, you know, the world's kind of the streaming world versus like the physical copies of albums or CDs, there's definitely benefits to both. Obviously streaming people around the world are able to hear you. Whereas maybe before they wouldn't have had the opportunity to be exposed to your music, but there's is something about physically holding music. And, and that is something that never kind of gets old for me. So that was something that was really important with that first project to be able to have like a tangible physical copy. I like that a lot. Now, I noticed you mentioned factory funding. What is factory funding? So factor funding is factor is in a, kind of a program that funds artists throughout Canada. So you can apply for artist development, you can apply for touring, album grants, which is called juried sound recording, marketing grants. There's quite a process to actually applying for it, but getting it is, it obviously, we all know with with musicians, it's like everything we make goes back into funding our passion. So having the resource of, of a grant like factor is just amazing cool thank you so much for sharing that now we will play a couple songs off of that 2016 album one of my favorite ones on there was me my crazy my name is dave why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that one well this song will always be one that uh you know I was going to say haunts me, but it's taken on a different meaning than when it actually first started. Um, I love this song, but it actually was potentially based around an ex of a friend of a friend of mine. But (laughs) it was uh, it was a first meeting and the song kind of quickly wrote itself. And I started playing it uh, 
all the pubs and, you know, gigs that I was doing at that time. And that was the first song that I had ever written that people would come up and request of mine, which was really, really cool. So the song, as much as it was kind of written about one thing, really took on a completely new life of its own through people requesting it and kind of, again, relating to the song in in their own through their own lens, if that makes sense. So yeah, that that is Meet My Crazy. That's cool. I was just, I'm also a big fan of either really long titles or that kind of like two-part title where it has yeah the brackets at the end. I always like the, my name is Dave. Exactly. Well, that was actually going to be the name of the song originally. And uh, it was my producer, because we were going to send it out as a single, he's like, might be it might work for like pop or alternative but as a country title i'm not sure if people will like get it so it's like well we need to have my name is dave in there somewhere so we put it in brackets but that's pretty funny now on that same kind of theme of dave's kind of a boy's name the song money can't buy a man i also really like that one why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song so as a as a writer you know, there's there's different hats that we wear as artists and performers. Um, and a lot of the time, we're, it's kind of a juggling act. But as a writer, there's, there's certain songs that I've been a part of that I don't care if they ever really see the light of day. And this was definitely one of them. This was a song that I wrote at a time that I really just needed to get out thoughts in my head and kind of brainstorm, just kind of work around some stuff that I was going through. And I I never really thought that the song would see the light of day. But again, looking at the album as kind of a full picture, it needed a song that really kind of spoke to spoke to the heart. And and this ended up being the one that was kind of put on the project. But yeah, it's it's been cool because this song is, again, kind of there's people that will come up to me and say, I don't really know what this song is about, but I feel it, you know. Um, And if you look more into the lyrics, it's just about the idea that money can't buy happiness at the end of the day, love will get you a lot further than, than money. So that was, uh, yeah, that's money can't buy men. Cool. Well, let's spin those couple songs. And, and then when we come back, we'll talk about one more from that 2016 album. And then unfortunately we'll have to kind of wrap up the show, but I will leave us with one more Christmas song before we actually go, but that'll be in a little bit. Succeed 
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. You're listening to Background Noise. It is our Christmas special. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone listening. We're sitting down with Jesse T from Kitchener, Ontario, a country musician. Now we just listened to a couple songs off of her 2016 debut album, Reckless Heart. We're going to listen to one more because I thought this one was really catchy. It was the La La Love. Yeah. So La La Love, this is actually my mom's favorite tune off the album. Uh, anytime I'm home, I can hear her and my dad playing it in the kitchen and just kind of jamming out. We've always had music at in the kitchen at home. Uh, my dad, you know, started playing guitar when he was 14. Mom always says I got my singing voice from her, but uh, it's still up for debate. But yes, 
La La Love is uh, is kind of an upbeat, catchy tune that I wrote with uh, Jamie Warren, who um, is actually a very accomplished musician himself and a really dear friend of mine. So definitely check out his music and Carrie DeMayer. And I honestly can't even remember how the idea came up, but I just wanted something that was kind of like a really vibey tune, you know? And so, yeah, so Lola Love was born. That's so cute how your parents have it playing in the kitchen whenever you come over. You've mentioned them a few times and they just, I love that they just feel like such supportive people. They really are. I, I was very blessed for uh, the parents that I was uh, that I was given, but and born into. But uh, yeah, my they've always been super supportive of my music career and just love for music. I started piano when I was eight, and then went into vocal lessons at thirteen. They bought me a guitar at fifteen, and just kind of have been there to support you know all these crazy ideas and thoughts and journeys that I've been on. So shout out to uh, shout out to the folks. So cute. Let's spin La La Love. And then when we come back, we'll have to wind down the show, unfortunately, but we will spin one more Christmas song for the special Christmas episode. There's something I've been meaning to tell you. I've kept this secret for too long. Jumping head first And I don't care for what I'm school No, no Watch me be bold No, 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. We are back. Thank you so much for listening to Background Noise. It was our first Christmas special, which was super exciting. So thank you, Jesse T, for being a part of that. It was so much fun. And she does have a ton of Christmas songs, which is kind of why I picked her for our Christmas special episode. Also, because as she mentioned, shout out to her mom. This episode was more or less for my mom too, because she was a big country fan. And also, I label her the queen of Christmas. That is one thing I just don't screw with is is her and her Christmas. So (laughs) this episode was really for her as well, a country music Christmas episode. Here you go. Before we go though, we will spin one more Christmas song. Moonlight and Mistletoe, your 2020 single. Yes, this one is is just such a vibe. It's honestly one of my favorite Christmas songs to play live. It's it's always hard to choose when someone's like, oh, what's your favorite song? Be it a cover or one of your originals. They all hold kind of a, a different place in my heart. But this one in particular, I just think is such a cool song. I've always, as an artist, wanted a song that I can play. And I'm like, oh, I'm really cool when I'm doing this. And this one feels like it. Uh, So I wrote this with a buddy of mine named David Madras, who is a phenomenal artist and writer himself. Um, Especially, we actually connected throughout the pandemic. And a lot of the songs that will be on the upcoming EP, but also most personal songs that I've written have been ones that I've written with him. Um, And so, yeah, this one's called Moonlight and Mistletoe. And throughout the pandemic, of course, we're all writing a whole bunch just to get any sort of creative outlet that we can. And one of the things I started doing was using a song title generator. And just to see every once in a while, you know, you'd get a a few kind of odd words from different titles and put them together and it kind of sparks a new idea. And so that is actually where this song title came from. This song came from was a song title generator. And there was Moonlight in one of the titles and Mistletoe in another one. And I'm like, this is kind of a a neat combination of the two. And so we wrote this kind of like sultry, warm, you know, talk about uh, just painting an image in front of a fireplace of a couple spending a night together. So that was Moonlight and Mistletoe. So I, I absolutely love this Christmas song. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we're saving that one for last then. Now, before we go, is there anything you would like to add? I would just like to th- say thank you so much for having me on uh, and for also being your Christmas guest. That is such an honor. I absolutely love Christmas. I won't try and fight your mom for Christmas uh, queen title, but as long as I can be somewhere on the Christmas supporter list, it's my favorite time of year. So thank you so much for including me in this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And for our listeners, don't forget to follow Jesse on Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp, all that fun stuff. She hinted earlier into the episode of a new album in the spring. That's super awesome. So make sure you guys keep your eyes and your ears peeled for that. I'll, of course, as well, take you in all the posts to make it easy for our listeners to find. And thank you again so much for coming on the show. It was so much fun. This was great. And yes, feel free to follow me online, jessyt.official. And my website is jessyt.ca. Awesome. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, everyone. This is Moonlight and Mistletoe. Blanket away, floating on down. Blanket of love, pull tight around you and me. 
That's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.